0: take it back to them date counting sheep on say they had a float carpet with my baby mama ate a dollar profit from the coffee i poke rent a center calling their day. nobody home they knocking on the dope now nah, skirt 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 the toys i only dream that i can afford now nah, i roll the i time. ride to california beach yeah. frog over goggles i'm leaning out the window oj
1: shining
0: on me simpson shining on me slick circles float, broke off his I'm i roll I'm blown. i glow i glow i roll i glow i glow i glow i roll I'm talking. i glow i i roll i i my freeze because niggas get stuck in the man, look cold at this ice. Shit weighs a ton Water your garden, on my nigga these niggas, Tell these niggas, black niggas. kids they could be who they are Dye your hair blue, shit I'll do it too Look, I smell like Chanel I never want to with my manicure nails i coconut up oil your skin I keep the top low cause the follicle's thinning But other than that man it feels like I'm winning Went from statistic to millionaire Seeing and doubting cause my skin is dark Then they forget when I get in my car OJ shining on me, Samsung shining on me, slick surface flow, bro, office world Yeah, yeah. Run it, run it, run it, yeah. I'm glow, I'm closed. I right. I wrote I'm blown, I'm blow, I'm, closed. I'm, closed. I'm closed. Let's go! Flower boy tea, nigga that's me. Rooted from the bottom, blooming to a tree. Took a little while, nigga making leaves. Keep it in my branches, family can eat. Favorite color green, energy is strong, Giving niggas life, birdie and the bees. Dropping them seeds, not what you want. You don't know what I keep in the trunk. Uh.
1: I'm Carlisa, and this is All the Rage, Volume Six, airing on the On Deck TV Network. This volume is all about going into the mind of Alexis Kobe, who is the lead designer of Bitter Denim, which is an independent brand based out of New York City. She reconstructs denim, creates rugs out of denim. Everything is based around denim, which is such a classic, timeless piece. In fashion and this interview just goes deeper into her mind and how she approaches her work and how new york has made her more of a woman so here it is Mm -hmm. enjoy the sounds of the city
2: yes loud as hell
1: I just wanted to, like, profile you as far as, like, being, like, a young designer, just, uh-huh. um, how Detroit has in- influenced you. I know that's your hometown.
2: Detroit is very rough. <laughs> it's, like, it's really rough. Yeah. And, um, being from there, I feel like it makes you tough because is no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. No type of short Cause like if you're from Detroit, you either, either gonna make it or you not. So I feel like having that mind state is really good with putting up putting that mind state into my work because like it's either you gonna you gonna work hard and make it happen or you are not. And I feel like lately I've been like kind of slacking on that because of my workload with my everyday job and mm-hmm. I haven't been able to implement that in my. Um, brand, mm-hmm. but I'm working harder on making that happen, and um, I mean, my grandmother, she's like the main reason why I, well, she didn't start my love for dinner, but she's like my main motivation for everything, because, I mean, she got me my first pair of jeans I ever ripped up, and she came up with the name of Bill and everything, so she has like a really big impact on my life, while I love fashion and everything, so. Wow, she came up with the name? Yeah, she came up with the name, because I was telling her, because it all started, I was making a rug, because I used to do denim stuff, like, in T.H.I. I used to make, like, shorts and stuff for people, like, I used to distress shorts and stuff, but I didn't even think of it, it was just a hobby, because I like working with denim or whatever, but then, I was doing my rug, when I first moved around, I was like, okay, I want my room to be denim thing. so I was making this denim patchwork rug. And I was like, okay, I really like doing this. Like, I was so happy making a rug. I was just, like, couldn't wait to go home and just start sewing on my rug. Because mm-hmm. I sewed it by hand. It took me, like, four months. Nice. And I was going to with my name. I was like, man, I'm like, you know what? I think I really would like to do this denim, like, as a career. And she was like, oh. And I was like, I need a name. And I was just throwing away, like, s- like stupid stuff. I was like, what if I name it, like, I was, it was, I couldn't even think of the names. But it was crazy. And she was like, you should name it, like, Bit of Denim. I was like, oh, that's cute. She's like, because, like, in the contrary, it's, it's like, bit of denim, but it's a lot of denim. Like, everything I make is predominantly out of denim. So, yeah. she came with the name. I was like, oh, my God, that's so dope.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. It's like, <laughs> perfect, but, yeah. Oh, wow, I love, like, how it's a family tie, too, like yeah oh that's awesome it's so crazy Mm -hmm. i feel like we have so much shit in common because like my grandmother she introduced me to fashion like she was the Mm -hmm. first person to actually buy me a denim like winter coat so it was just like oh my god (laughs) yeah so like when she like i remember us like going to the mall and going to all of the stores and trying on all these coats and like finally finding the the right one and just like Mm -hmm. the love of fashion just in style she was the stylist Person, person I know like so yeah
2: just, same like, with my Nana she's still the flyest woman I know like literally I still call her like I she she called me she's like what you got new? and I'd like give her to write down what I got new on FaceTime we just show each other stuff so, like <laughs> that's so dumb it's like still to this day she's like what you got like this one I got or if I'm about to get something I send her pictures like should I get this or yeah she started everything like my love for jewelry while I'm, like, work with this session. It's, like, everything. Everything is her. Yes. And I let her know that every time I talk to her, like, me out here, like, hustling, working at this magazine, working on my dinner is because of you. Like, you are the main motivation, the inspiration, everything.
1: Most definitely. I love mm-hmm. that so much. That makes me happy. <laughs> it does make me happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> but even, like, okay, so when you went to New York and, like, having, I mean, coming from TSU to New York, how was that transition, though, like, was it it was,
2: it was different. It was really, really crazy. But I, I'm glad that um, twenty. How was i 20? I'm glad that I moved here when I was like a little bit older. Cause so I feel like eighteen year old Lex would have got ate up and spit out. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have handled New York young, and I wanted to, but I'm glad that I moved. Why do you here think that though? More- <laughs> because New York is a lot. It's so hard <laughs> to like budget your time, budget your money. Mm-hmm. Not get caught up in with super superficial people and negative people and use it's a lot, yeah. And my young mind could not have handled that. I was, I was, it was perfect timer for everything, and I thank God for that because He brought me here when He knew I was 100% ready.
1: Right
2: on out, but it, it was cool, it was, it was weird, it was a lot, but it made me stronger. That's like, good. me two, me, two years ago, was like two different people, like, I've grown a lot for
1: sure. What's the like. Mm-hmm the biggest quality or like characteristic that you ha- think have grown the most like is it more
2: like um, a sense of self yeah my more sense of self because I didn't even know what I wanted to do I just knew that I wanted to work in fashion I didn't know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and me coming here I figured it out that I wanted to do denim and work in a magazine those were my two things but I just was I wasn't a definite I thought I wanted to be a stylist. I worked with a stylist. I'm like, no, I do not want to do this. Mm -hmm. I like thought I wanted to be a merchandiser. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. But it made me really figure out what I want to do with my career. But I'm slowly but surely figuring out myself. Like, I feel like I know myself, but every day I'm learning more about myself and learning how to love myself more and like become like Alexis the woman. Mm -hmm. So I'm growing every day, but I'm definitely becoming more self-aware of myself and my feelings and... What I don't like and what I do like and what makes me comfortable, what don't make me comfortable. And just everything.
1: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So when are you like the most creative?
2: At nighttime. I know, Like right? usually
1: after <laughs> 12 o'clock. Like,
2: after 12 o'clock, that's like all my juice, literally. Like I cannot wake up and just do stuff. I Ick at night. Exactly.
1: Literally.
2: As soon as it hit one or like two, I'm like... It's like that's so weird like and then i was talking to this guy and he was like yeah like i work the best like in the morning with someone i'm like i don't it has to be nighttime yep
1: same. and i have to stay up i'm the exact same way so mm-hmm. like, but even when it comes to that like i guess it goes back to like time management like how you were saying like you're still working on that um do you think Like, how are you trying to work on time management and, like, developing your design skills, trying to, like, balance work, and then knowing that you, like, you know, get your creative energy at night? How do you try to do that?
2: I try to, like, I usually usually go to sleep at, like, maybe 2 or 3 in the morning, but I, I just need... I'm trying to, when I come home, eat, relax, and not get on my computer or get on my phone or... Just do stupid shit. Because I have it written on my wall. Like, I have, like, this this thing. And I've got bit of denim priority. And I look at it every time I wake up. Mm-hmm. And I just try to prioritize it. Like, I'm getting there. But I just have a lot of distractions. Like, last week, like, I took a whole, like, week off of Instagram. Off of all social media. Like, I deleted all of my phone. Nice. Because I feel like that's a huge distraction in my life. Like, I can literally come home and be on my phone for, like, two hours. And don't even realize it. I look up like, damn, mm. I've been on my phone for two hours doing shit, so.
1: It's amazing how, like, social media and just, like, just the phone in general can take up. like
2: Take up so much of your time, and it really bothers me. Like, during that week, I was like, wow, like, I was reading more. I was just reading my magazines, thinking more, writing down stuff more. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Just imagine what I would do if I was off this for a whole fucking month. Exactly. i like, can get so much done. Exactly. So much done. It's all about prioritizing and really like prioritizing my time and what I want to do.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like your focus has to be so like strong, like so strong.
2: <laughs> and I'm trying to build that. Like I be praying about it. Like Lord, just give me the pop, give me the right mindset to make this a priority and just make that, make that all I think
1: about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And does your job like do they know you have bit of demon and do they kind of like not not nurture it but you
2: know like yeah my boss my boss she does like because okay, every time she sees some damn stuff, she sends it to me and then she'd be like and, or because i'll be in the office and i see some, and she i'm like oh i can make them she's like she's like but like you haven't made nothing in a long time so we're gonna make something like she's always saying something to me she's like you need to really get your stuff and she's always pushing me like everybody around me is literally pushing it's literally me it's, it's me mm-hmm. like my my circle of people that's in my life right now are very supportive it's just me I just need to kick my own ass. all, the <laughs> sure. really. They're yeah, very supportive. Yeah.
1: I mean, but you have to know when you're ready. Like, that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's that's what I be thinking. Like,
2: I don't want to force it, but right. I know, like, it needs to happen. I don't want to do it just because my boss is telling me to do it or my Nana is telling me to do it or my friend. I want it to happen, like, or organic. Genuinely. It's like it did, like, with the rug or with, when I was making my boot my choker. It just happened when I, when it came out, so. Exactly. Oh my god, so
1: I would day. Yeah, for sure. That makes me think of I don't know if you watched um Virgil's um was he he did like a lecture at Columbia.
2: Oh, I didn't. I watched the beginning of
1: I have to finish that shit. It's I have so to finish. Good. Like put it
2: in my notes, right
1: now. <laughs>
2: put it in my notes. I, I have know. to finish that. Was it really good?
1: It was good. Like he had a lot of jewels in there, like and he so he made it seem so relatable, you know, like it wasn't like I'm not looking up to this person but it made it seem like it was on like the same level as him but like he just talked about one thing that really stood out to me um was the (laughs) domino effect and it's just like you create something no matter how um ugly or fucked up it is in the beginning like just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and then it will you know slowly evolve into something like because he gave the example of him starting with pyrex yeah, Me too, do. I was thinking like
2: who would've fucking thought exactly that him <laughs> making those tacky ass Pyrex shirts would come from him being a brand shown at Paris fashion week opening stores in fucking Tokyo, fucking architecture. Like did you hear that he may be he may be going to um Givenchy?
1: What? No, I didn't He's a somewhere fucking
2: to go to Givenchy as a creative director girl. If he does that, that
1: would be like the Bruh, Like, Who would have
2: <laughs> ever thought that this man would even be a contestant? in becoming the creative director of a house exactly
1: like, exactly like
2: that's so true i need to watch that when we go so i have to watch that yeah, that's you. so true
1: it's so inspiring it kind of lit like a fire up in my ass as far as mm-hmm. like experimenting more like with your craft yeah. you know and that's how you really just create the vision i guess so mm-hmm. um yeah let definitely check that out it was so it's good like it's long but he still throws up a lot of gems that are so useful in like for right now.
2: Yeah, it's really needed.
1: Yeah. Man, him and Raf though, like what? Girl, I girl, I I, I was lost for words. I was I was like, what? He made sure that was his first thing to say not all white. Like I was like, dang. Like why you got to throw him under the bus but I guess that he means yeah under. but I mean I understood him because I know Virgil bites off of him but he I, I understand him.
2: what he's saying because I mean Virgil's a really good designer but he 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 takes a lot of inspiration from what he's what for what he sees mm-hmm. and he I mean he doesn't like cookie cutter but he he needs I feel like he needs to learn how to Take inspiration and completely one hundred percent making your own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and uh, like he said is going to come with time because he hasn't. He I mean he only been around since what two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. So he hasn't been around that long. Right. Like and you see, the last collection, hoodies.
1: like <laughs> he just started out with like actually designing like cut and pattern and so yeah. Like, Did you hoodies. see the last collection? Yeah,
2: um, it's the really... women's collection. Yes, I really love it. I feel like, I thought
1: it was sexy because like the high Yeah, Those jackets like,
2: were beautiful. Yes,
1: definitely. <laughs> and I'm glad
2: he brought the cropped denim jacket back. I'm so happy about that because I love the
1: cropped denim jacket. You I love my cropped jacket. jacket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for that. I can't wait to find me a jacket and cut it. <laughs> but I'm that's so why I heard
1: you wearing that. I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> I've never seen a male wear a crop denim jacket like that. It is fucking here. It It is here. It is here. It is here to (laughs) stay. Oh, this is really what I wanted to ask you. I feel like, okay, I know denim has been around since the beginning of time. But I feel Mm -hmm. like it blew up. And now every designer in the world thinks they know
2: how to create
1: with denim. And they don't. Like, it's certain designers that have it and understand it. But
2: how do you mm-hmm. feel about the ones that just do it because it's like a trend type thing? I just feel like, I mean, they just joined in a wave mm-hmm. for, um, for consumer purposes because they know people are always going to buy denim, True, but it's not going to last. Just like, I feel like the moment I started doing like my denim shit just became a thing. Yeah. That's, like, another thing that kind of, like, deteriorates me from doing stuff. But I just got to think, like, the people who, like, 100% live, breathe, like, the people who live this shit and who are really passionate about it, that's where it's going. That's It's going to be there. Like, yep. for us, it's, it's going to happen. Like, the people who just jump on the wave doing the shit to make some money, doing the shit because it's trend, it's not going to last forever. Absolutely. But denim, it's just, it's just a thing. Like, a thing. Right. A thing. <laughs> Like, everybody's doing reconstructive denim. Everybody's doing the patchwork. Everybody's taking the pockets off and doing shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's making a denim choker. Everybody. And this is things that I have to take into consideration to think about what am I going to do, what am I going to bring different to the table Absolutely. to put out. Absolutely. Well, yeah. You
1: have, You have a. in my opinion, you have, like, a different eye, though. You know, like, even with your style, it's it's different than anybody else's. So I feel like... That is your, like, strongest point, you know, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So, like. I got to figure out how to implement that. Yeah, yes. For sure. Yeah. But it will happen.
2: I'm, I'm glad that people was getting on that way. Like, denim is everything. It's, it's, it's the shit. It's always going to be around. It's going to be around ever. Yeah,
1: it's a classic it's,
2: statement. Especially when it's denim, because I love it's denim. It lasts so long. It has so many stories.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that's the thing storytelling like a lot of people don't know how to do that and like being able to storytell with garments like that's a skill is that's
2: something and a lot of people designers don't even know that yep and i feel like it's probably
1: very difficult too Mm -hmm, most definitely and i was talking to this one designer he um he's from tennessee but he lives in new york right now he just showed Mm -hmm. in um in uh new york's men's fashion week And he was just telling me, um, um, damn, um, Ryan Charlie. Is he from Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my friend went to his show. Uh, His stuff is really, really dope. Yeah, for sure. I was Mm -hmm. just speaking with him and like, he was just like giving me all the juice basically. But like his like process is like, what I process, but one of the things he does is like researches so much like different eras or like goes to um plays and like films Mm -hmm. and stuff and understanding like storytelling and that really helps with his design so i'm just like oh wow yeah that's really cool i never even thought of it that way i guess that's like costume design too but
2: yeah does he does he base those the specific time areas he's um researching on the collection of the show
1: um sometimes he just yeah he looks for the details and he adds Uh that to it okay That's that's dope Yeah, it really is. I was just like, oh, okay, that's a good way of, like, you know, going at it. Like,
2: Yeah, and I also feel like, like, I was telling Shiny, I was like, I feel like I need, like, a... I need to travel and do a different, like, scenery. For sure. Yeah, because, I mean, New York is always inspirational. It always is. But I want to, like, go somewhere else, like New Orleans or Cali, to just, like, have a different view.
1: For sure. For sure. You definitely got to come down here. Like, it's just... I'm not saying, I mean, it's just so expressive down here, like, mm-hmm. and it's still, it's still that grungy, like, anarchy, like, it's still that dark side, I guess, but, like, uh-huh. with, the, with the, it's, it's like a, it's like gumbo in a sense, like, it's so much mixed together, but it still comes it's still. Is there parts of New
2: Orleans,
1: like, ginger like, Oh, for sure, like, the part mm-hmm. I was living in when I first moved here, um, it's, I'm still in the third ward, but it's further up the street but it's starting mm-hmm. to become like gentrified like a lot of white people are moving in
2: mm-hmm. and
1: like they're rebuilding the homes they're still rebuilding homes from like Katrina and stuff so like oh yeah yeah so I mean and the homes here are so cheap like you can damn <laughs> you can buy a house and like your mortgage is probably like what you paying rent like maybe $900 a month or so if you get like damn that's yeah. so cheap that's why i really like love it here because you, it's kind of like you can kind of, you know, prosper a little bit. You know, Hell yeah. and i really want to buy a whole house. house. Hell yeah. And like the homes here are beautiful too. Like you may have My to rework I bet they got it a some pretty bit.
2: beautiful victorian homes down there. Yeah,
1: it's like it's gorgeous. So yeah, you and Shani, y'all should definitely make <laughs> that trip down here. I told her
2: we <laughs> need to plan this trip like a fucking
1: sap. Yeah, like even the tickets, well, i know For a fact that if you from new york to new orleans it may be expensive as far as a flight but i think you can go if you want to do that traveling to philly to Uh new orleans it's like thirty dollars to get down here yeah instead of like two hundred dollars a flight
2: oh hey i'm down to go to philly i've been trying to go to philly for a long time some of my friends i want to because you can catch a you can catch like a little train or bus to philly for like Phone Island It's so cheap <laughs> Exactly to go there, right? cause I wanna go there and thrift. Ooh, that'd be perfect. Cause they got some good thrift they stores really in do. Philly, like really good ones. <laughs> so I've been trying to go there for the longest. I need to plan that
1: actually. Hell yeah.
2: Oh hell yeah! I need to write that down in my notes too. Let's go
1: to Philly. Because I've been trying to get to New York, but the tickets are so fucking high. And then my friend Channing, he was like, just fly to Philly and take the train or the bus to New York. Yep. Like, okay. mm-hmm.
2: It's super close.
1: Yep. You can take like those China buses, they yep. cheap $7. That's what I do. Like, when I go home to D.C., I always take the bus up to New York and it's like $20. So. That's so
2: cheap.
1: I only go to D.C. too. I've never been. Oh, you like it. Oh, all the museums there? Oh, my God. Yes, I'm trying to go
2: to African American Museum. You must. My friend told me he went... And the, he went, like, early. He went, like, at 9 o'clock, and the line was already longer. They ran out of tickets. Oh, my gosh. It's it's serious. <laughs>
1: it really is. <laughs> That's love, though. That's dope. Yes.
2: okay. So, like,
1: do you see yourself, um, so I'm, now I'm, like, trying to think of, like, the future or whatever, so, like, mm-hmm. do you see, um, yourself as, like, the American brand because, like, you know, denim is so, like, classic and timeless. Um, like, how do you see it, um, evolving into, like, do you see runways and presentations, or are you trying to go the alternative route and do things your own way, um, and creating your own rules and standards, as far as, like, not showing your New York Fashion Week and just doing it all independently, you know? Yeah, I
2: I, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that Fashion Week. I don't want to do that at all. I just want to be able to Release what I have tickets to work the on my own time, mm-hmm. and just do it whenever I, what I feel like. I also want to open a, um, a denim concept store. Okay, cool. That's something I want to do, where everything in the store is denim—from like books to furniture to everything denim. So that's something that I want to do too. But I, uh-uh, I don't want to go that route because it's it's a lot of politics in there. That I don't want to deal with. I bet. it's a lot. It's a lot. So I just want to create and be able to put out there when I want to put out in the world.
1: For sure. That's a smart idea.
2: (laughs) Yeah. My own way. My own time. No pressure.
1: Yep. The best. I that's when it it happens organically. When it's the best. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. That wraps up my last and final interview for a long time now. And make sure you follow Alexis on Twitter and Instagram. She goes by LexDC underscore on Instagram. And that's L E X X D C underscore. And make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, X Carlisa X. That's X C A R L I S A X. All right, until next time, ciao. Oh, and before I get out of here, the song that I was playing in the beginning of the podcast is by Tyler, the creator, and it's called Where This Flower Blooms. It's off his latest album. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Bye. Bye.